Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Makanjuola Davis, a M. Davis Project production podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here is today's broadcast. Nothing can make evil fair. Part 2. In the previous episode, we focused on a few reasons behind women's motivation to commit adultery in their marriages. Today, we shall be considering what is behind the motivation of men to do the same. The scripture commanded husbands to love their wives, while women were instructed to honor their husbands. It may not be that difficult for a woman to honor her husband, but honoring may be difficult where the wife is not respected either. Men find it somehow difficult to remain faithful to their wives, but it could be easier for a man to love his wife if every woman understands that their effort and impact is necessary to provoke love from their spouses. God knows men will sometimes struggle to let go of hurt in marriage, and God knows as well the consequences of a woman dishonoring her husband in marriage. To love and to honor are the two major factors in marriage. The two coexist as if they were each other's shadow. Nevertheless, to love won't just happen, and to honor will also not be bestowed but earned. If you are demanding for honor in your marriage, how do you get it if you're sleeping with another woman? And if you think you deserve love from your husband, how much honor do you give him among your friends and family members? When love happens, it wouldn't just happen, it either happens out of grace and invested effort and sacrifices. And where there's honor, it is either earned out of fear or out of love. Let's briefly discuss the motivations behind men committing adultery in their marriages. 1. Solace. Everyone wants an emotional comfort. Men want it, and likewise women, most especially when it has been a long day with a lot of disappointments. Coming home should always be with the hope to meet one spouse and children that can make you feel better. Men who know they don't have that kind of home don't always bother to come home, but will rather go somewhere else to find their solace. There are men who don't argue with their wives in marriage, most especially the nagging ones. They leave the house to find peace with another woman who can prepare them a good food and sex. That is why it looks like non-believers enjoy their marriages and manage crises well without involving third party more than believers. A believer doesn't want to go out there and have sex with another woman, he wants to keep tolerating it, hoping for a miracle. It is not the same with an unbeliever, they will go all out to find an alternative for solace and sex. 2. Lust. Undoubtedly, there's a spell in the beauty of a woman. They are sometimes hard to behold, let alone their nakedness. Permit me to say in my funny way that men were created, but women were built. Meanwhile, most women find it hard to keep in shape in marriage. In fact, you will think marriage is a breakthrough from hunger, as some add weight massively. And sometimes, it is the opposite, as some look very scrawny and unhealthy. The female body changes in many ways after marriage, and, there are many factors that can lead to that, which could be nature, carefree attitudes or medical reasons. I'll just mention the carefree attitude because whether men like it or not, no matter how beautiful your wife looks, she has no power over nature. Her beauty will fade. There are some women who simply lose the desire to look beautiful, both for themselves and their partners. They no longer pay attention to their hair, their face, and even to the clothes they wear. Little do they know that it jeopardizes the sexual appetite of their husbands as their interests begin to wane. 3. The hard-to-please nature. Men are sometimes hard to please, no matter how hard a woman tries to honor her husband. Sex is not enough to keep your husband away from having an affair with another woman. They sometimes just feel like trying something new. 4. Seduction. Not every man who commits adultery wanted to find themselves in that position. Some were lured into it by their bosses or a colleague at work or someone else, 
it becomes difficult to get out of that mess the moment it is tried once. 4. Sexual deprivation. If you have been depriving your spouse of sex in marriage, you're picking up on a wrong option to punish him. The best way to lose your marriage to another woman is depriving your husband of sex because you're trying to punish him. Even your pastor can't survive sex starvation when being deprived at the point of need always. We are all believed to be a man of no violence, but nothing is out of place for anyone to do when the unbelievable happens in marriage. God is wise, if he says we should only drink from our own well, it is because of the unknown you can't predict you will ever do. You will continue to put your life at risk and that of your innocent family, except you abstain from it. Allow me to share with you a few of the dangers infidelity poses in marriage. 1. Adultery can give room to an illegitimate child. And when a man finds out that the kids he calls his own are actually not his, after everything he has invested in the marriage and those kids, most stories we have heard ended in a bloodbath. 2. As I earlier stated in the part 1 of this podcast, the woman, or man anyone may be cheating with will be won over by temptation to have such person to himself or herself. And this may never happen, except the entire family are wiped out. I have seen a man who killed his two daughters and wife simply because he wanted to marry another woman. And perhaps, the only condition the other woman gave was for him to kill his wife and the kids. In fact, some will carry out such evil without involving their partner. 3. Infidelity doesn't keep marriage, it often destroys it without any repair. If you lose your trust in any relationship, you're likely to win it back, or you find someone else to rebuild the trust with. But in marriage, you may never have it back, except the marriage ends in divorce. 4. There is no way you can adequately protect yourself from sexually transmitted diseases. This won't only affect you, but as well your innocent spouse. 5. Adultery could be forgiven in marriage, but, it could leave the scar that might never be forgotten. 6. When adultery eventually ends up in divorce, everyone takes a hit. A family is like passengers on a boat. If the boat sinks, everyone drowns. Divorce doesn't only alter the lives of the parents, but as well the lives of the kids. Many will find it hard to start all over again. It takes a lot to build a marriage. If infidelity destroys such a marriage, most people don't take it lightly. The best cure for its consequences is to abstain from extramarital affairs. The turmoil, fear, uncertainty, anger, tears, withdrawal, humiliation, stigma, dissatisfaction in everything and the fighting effects influence everyone in the family. The children in particular, who are dependent upon their parents for emotional and physical stability and safety, will suffer more a greater deal. Marriage is to be held in honor among all, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled, for fornicators and adulterers God says he will judge. Do not take the law into your hands. If you know you can't stand your spouse cheating on you in your marriage, do not take the law into your hands, kindly file for a divorce. In fact, the best thing that could happen to a man is sometimes disguised in evil. Divorce is not a good thing, but could be a blessing in disguise. There will never be a fair evil to justify killing one's spouse because of adultery, but it is advisable to abstain from it outrightly. Pray that God should help your marriage and with the grace to always work out your differences. If you can keep your trust alive in marriage, you have given your marriage an extra life to survive. May you find the grace to forgive, and whatever your marriage needs to survive, may the good Lord bestow upon your marriage. Every marriage going through dark times shall find sunshine. Amen.